Back to the Rad Years podcast. Hello. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, it's console it's, wars. We're going today. to war, right? We're going to war. It's console wars. I kind of like a brain fart there. I was like, I welcomed uh, this in, and then I completely forgot where I was and who I am. Oh, I thought you were setting me up that we we're gonna have this back and forth. You really, I really just blanked out there. Nice. So I, I got this idea because uh, a couple of years ago I read the book. By, I believe, Blake Harris. You, you ever hear of this book, Console Wars? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. So I, was I great. lived it. You did. We all lived it. It was a great book. It was written by Blake Harris, and it's following the success of the Accidental Billionaires, which was turned into the social network, mm-hmm. and Moneyball, which turned into Moneyball. Now, this, move, this book was optioned for a film by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So I don't know if they're ever going to make one, but so here's the little synopsis for you. A mesmerizing behind-the-scenes business thriller that chronicles how Sega, a small, scrappy gaming company led by an unlikely visionary and a team of rebels, took on the juggernaut Nintendo and revolutionized the game industry. In 1990, Nintendo had a virtual monopoly on the video game industry. Sega, on the other hand, was just a faltering arcade company with big aspirations and even bigger personalities. (laughs) But that would all change with the arrival of Tom Kalinske, a man who knew nothing about video games and everything about fighting uphill battles. He was the guy who ran Sega of America. His unconventional tactics, combined with the blood, sweat, and bold ideas of his renegade employees, transformed Sega and eventually led to the ruthless David and Goliath showdown with rival Nintendo. The battle was vicious, relentless, and highly profitable, eventually sparking a global corporate war that would be fought on several fronts, from living rooms, schoolyards, to boardrooms, and Congress. It was a once-in-a-lifetime, no-holds-barred conflict that pilted brother against brother, kid against adult, Sonic against Mario, and U.S. against Japan. Based on over 200 interviews with former Sega and Nintendo employees, Console Wars is the underdog tale of how Kalinske miraculously turned an industry punchline into a market leader and then failed miserably. <laughs> that would be an awesome movie. You get, Dude, think about it. You get Aaron Sorkin to do the screenplay. You get Trent Reznor to do the soundtrack. I think I'm on to something. And Atticus here. Ross with Trent. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be great. The, you know, um, it'd be kind of like almost like making a movie about Steve Jobs' life, or like about those Facebook kids. Yeah. Oh, Moody. I love that Facebook movie. Oh, I don't yeah. know what it is about it. I mean, Fincher's a great director, sure. but I love that. That movie's really good. So, what are you? Do you have a preamble for us, Squeeze? I know uh, yeah, you love just, a good preamble. Oh yeah, I figured I'd just rattle off. Uh, see, when you talk console wars, people like to pull up specs, you know. And I don't. think... Oh, it was all about specs. When you were when you were defending your SNES, you were throwing specs in their face. Yeah, but I it's I don't think you, they needed to. And believe me, like it's not not like we're. Well, on... there was one true spec the SNES had over the Genesis. It was the sa- that fucking Sony sound chip. Um, it had the sound chip. Genesis had speed. That's what a big selling point. We'll get more into the whole blast processing and what that was all about. But when you talk CPU speed, SNES, 1.79 to 3.58 megahertz, usually like 2.68 megahertz. The Genesis, 7.67 megahertz. So it's like twice as fast. I think. Does that really from mean what I read, anything? It doesn't translate into anything. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, still 16-bit. Uh, SNES had twice as much RAM in the SNES. Uh, yeah, the sound and that processor. Translates. Yeah. Uh, sound the RAM sound RAM 64 kilobytes in the SNES only only eight for the Genesis. Uh, let me just jump right down to this is th- and this is what makes it 
because even though it might not be the fastest or maybe what you can do with art and we will get into maybe what mode seven had to do with all that just being able to trick you into looking thinking you're watching who cares if it was a 3d image or not it looked like it you know here here's what made the snes superior to the genesis and i think tricked you into making it look much better and that was color genesis 512 colors yeah super nintendo 32,768 oh yeah that'll do it yeah so that right there that that kind of yeah even if you, look, if you look at the original sonic like the colors kind of all mute in blend into sure. each other's not much and they then do. mario world is like which is my last pick but mario world is so vi- lush and mm-hmm. vibrant same, and, and like with the mode with seven Zelda. allowing to have the depth and the backgrounds and the animated backgrounds and the colors in the background creates an entirely different world and sonic sadly is probably the like we can get into it later but the the most colorful game i think they even put out for Genesis. everything else is so muted and dull and very dark and flat well what we're doing today is we are taking 10 topics that uh, fans of the 16-bit era video games would, would say were important to to uh, gaming. And we're going to pit the Sega Genesis versus the Super Nintendo, and then we're going to tally up our points. And in the end, we're going to see who won the console wars in our mind. Some people still... Cling on to Genesis. Some cling on to SNES. Uh, I don't. I don't have a dog in the fight. I. Uh, well, I'm. I'll predicate this. You had a Super Nintendo. Yes, and later I, a Genesis. And later, I had a Genesis. Never had a Super Nintendo. Ah. Uh, never. But I always never got that point. Like, so Super I was Nintendo always, was always the number one. And I will say, I was always envious. And I'm not like a super fanboy either. Like, so defending my Genesis, I kind of, I had Genesis because. My parents bought me Genesis for, I think, Christmas one year. So that's why I had a Genesis. Mm. And I think they got it, like, I'm, you know what? It was probably on sale because Super Nintendo was probably coming out, so they got it cheaper. Yeah, they, uh, Super Nintendo came out at 199 and they lowered the price of Genesis yeah. to 149 Because I got the Sonic 2 package. So yeah, that, that was the been, same time, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I just want Super Nintendo. I don't even know Genesis existed. And I just want the new Mario. And my mom cut out the UPC and mailed away for Super Mario All-Stars for free. So I I woke up Christmas morning with that, both. Anyway, um, I know you sent a version of whose pick was first, but I forget. Uh, You're going first. I'm going first? All right. Because this uh, this all leads up to my last pick, which uh, culminates in the nastiness that was this war. Okay. Got a Sega Genesis? Cool. Want to rule your friends for the rest of their pathetic little lives? Then call now to get hooked into Sega Channel, the coolest way to get your games. You'll get wicked new stuff that's only on Sega Channel. Up to 50 ripping games a month for less than 50 cents a day. So get a phone, get a parent, get them together. Because if you want Sega Channel, they've got a call. Get hooked in to Sega Channel. Sega Channel. Now, I've discussed this on this podcast briefly before, but I think I'm one of maybe 50 people in the world <laughs> who had Sega Channel. We were actually a test home for it. I was actually just going to ask, were you part of an actual test yes. of that? We went. We had the Scientific Atlanta, I believe, piece, which had looked almost like a smaller 32X. And then we had the... Shit, I can't even remember who made the other one. Uh, but it kind of went in the top. It looked like a, almost a cable modem, that, like a, an obelisk, like almost like a big game. So game. it stacked into the well, general instrument. To, general instrument made. Oh, that, really? I think yeah. Um, so it went into the top into the cartridge slot. Yeah, there was no. I don't. There it, was any other way to attach it. No, it guess. went in the cartridge slot, and it had its own power, and it had uh, coax in. So like an F connector coax. Mm-hmm. So it's like a cable modem almost. And the way it worked was there was a server that hosts the games. I went through a, a transponder that set, put it up to a satellite. And then uh, we, our local cable company got that satellite feed through their transponders and put it out through the system just like a regular TV channel. Interesting. So it, it used the cable system, not like a dial-up, not a phone line. No, it used, it just, it used just like a cable modem. Yeah. It used the cable system. 
uh, and it, it was faulty at first, but <laughs> sure. when it worked, it was freaking awesome. So you'd go on, there'd be menus, and like the you know there'd be games. It was some good games. You could try games. It, I was it was fun. It was it was like novelty. Mm-hmm. Now as like this was before an era of online gameplay. This was so this was like my first step into online gaming. And this the I, I guess the point of this whole first battle of mine is online gaming. Now uh, NES launched Satellaview in Japan. And well, not NES, but Nintendo for the Super Nintendo or Super, Super Famicom. Famicom. And it was a satellite service that you had to get the satellite for in kind of the same way. And you got it directly and you got games and you got pieces of game and a password. So you play the piece of game and the next week, the next piece is on. You put in a password and you play that. But it never reached America. I can't believe that model didn't take off. <laughs> yeah, really. Plus, you had to, you pay for all the equipment and then you had to pay for the service on top of that. Kind of like what that model has taken off. I'll rent I'll rent a cable box from you for so much a month. I'll rent a modem from you for so much a month. Then I'll pay for your cable and your internet. And then also <laughs> pay for Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. Well, Squeezer, there's a little something called internet porn. <laughs> so people will constantly <laughs> buy cable modems and get internet access to access their porn. And Facebook for old people. Driving video. Yeah. The standards, yes. So, anyway, yeah. I've, if we're pitting online connectivity, Sega Channel, for what it for what it was, it lasted almost. It lasted three years after the Saturn came out. Wow. So it was around for a bit. Oh, so it lasted almost longer than the Saturn. It 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 did. Yeah, the Saturn died like that year, I think, and they killed it. And uh, but it worked, and it was cool. And and in America SNES did not have it. So I'm giving a the first my first point. To the Genesis. Do we have a little... Uh, I'll keep tallying my laptop here. I mean, we need a little sound. A bing. bing. Yeah, we'll just do it ourselves. Bing. bing. <laughs> We're idiots. Point. RK. Point squeezer. Put a G for Genesis. There, this is great, compelling podcasting here. Okay. If I would have known that, I would have mic'd up the keys. <laughs> uh, okay. Wait until you can see us do this. Oh my God, you're not you're not gonna be able to wait until we we're go when when we launch our YouTube content. Oh God. As soon as I'm done with the set. Yeah. Hopefully this year. All right, Squeeze. What's your first pick? Oh well, just to continue the theme, we'll uh, throw a little advertisement out at you. I'm sure you're going to remember this one. Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets the special Sega Genesis fighting system. It comes with Streets of Rage 2. He saves $40. He gets more moves. He gets more control. Now things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. Say it. Say it. Sega! Sega! <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, they they use that. Uh, I don't know if it's even repeated in here again. They use that spot a lot where yeah. they the streets of rage where they just edit in a uh, separate uh, separate a separate Sega. game. Yeah. You know, so they could use reuse that spot. Um, they were very. I mean, if you listen to that Sega Channel spot, where it's like your sad, wimpy, pathetic douchebag friends. It, <laughs> like it, this is going to be the running theme of this podcast, and it's going to culminate in the fact that you're going to learn something. Yeah, they Kalinsky wanted to get edgy. Yeah, and uh, Sega's very, very mean. Yeah, it does yeah. what Nintendo don't. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Oh, uh, that's part of your thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I there's a whole bunch of. That's why I sent you 12, 13 clips or something. Yeah. I, I couldn't picks i'm like ah we'll play we'll them play all, them all. We'll give them, them all to the people um so what did you play your games with your controller that's pretty important to uh the gaming community there were wars i mean it got ugly back in the day like uh with uh xbox and playstation when the xbox first came out and that controller uh, which controller was like the, the controller yes it was basically if you sat them side by side, the controller and the Xbox, you didn't know which was which. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, the war started, I would say, with uh, 
the Genesis Sega Genesis controller versus the SNES controller. Right, because it was crap, and they had to put out a six-button one. Yes. Um, now, Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, controllers. I thought they were talking about Streets of Rage. No, that's why I told you that was just a little clip, because I didn't... Oh. Yeah. See, in my note, it said controller. No, I believe you. Okay. What, how am I going to pull sound? I could have I just played sounds of buttons being clicked. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. You could have folded that. So, the... Uh, the Genesis controller. Yes. Pretty big, pretty bulky. Now, here's the thing. The Genesis was marketed to a slightly older audience. A lot of them did prefer that larger controller. It had the same port as the Atari. You could have plugged an Atari joystick in and it would have worked. I never even thought of doing that. Yeah. Um, I will give it one advantage, and that was the D-pad on it. Was uh, It was all connected. Yeah, you could... Diagonal movements were yeah, a so lot. Fighting games were a better lot with easier. the Genesis yes. one. Um, also... With the three button setup, sometimes it was awkward going from A to C, but also a lot of Genesis was uh, arcade ports. A lot of those games only had two or maybe three buttons at most. Yeah. Um, now compare that to the SNES controller. I mean, that's pretty. You look at that, and it, you can almost confuse it with a controller of today. I mean, it kind of created that standard. Well, Nintendo's always been the standard bearer for controllers. Mm-hmm. They put the analog stick on the N64, mm-hmm. analog stick shows up. The GameCube was probably the best controller ever made. It's ergonomically, it's fantastic. Right. Um, and then they made the Wii, and then everyone else came with their version of the Wii. Uh, speaking of everyone else coming out with versions of controllers. Turbo? I'm the new yeah. Turbo 360 yeah. controller from Triax. I'm the ordinary video game controller. I have action buttons and multifunction turbo. So do I. I have a touch sensor for effortless movement in all directions. I have a rocker switch with up and down, left and right movement. I can easily move diagonally and in a circle. That's tough for me. I can move objects on the screen as fast as I can move my finger. You can? I'm guaranteed for longer play and higher levels. I'm not. Order direct and get a free button. Call 1-800-858-7429. A free, <laughs> what's the free button? I don't know. They never explained that. I don't know. I don't think anyone ever called. They'll just throw an extra button uh, on your controller yeah, for you. Third-party controllers. Ooh, uh, never, Mad Cats. They always. They can never to, get it right. No. 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 Um, or make anything superior than yeah. what? Oh, well, they they argue that you know they they're. You could argue in the commercial. There are two separate commercials because this was for the Genesis controller and the SNES commercial. When they said, um, I'm faster, um, in the Genesis version, he goes, oh, yeah, you are pretty fast. The SNES version, the guy goes, oh, I'm not fast. So they played on that whole speed thing. And technically, I guess there was, this controller was a little more responsive, I guess, than the SNES, strictly because of the D-pad. Because, like with the SNES, it was directional. You didn't have that diagonal movement like you did right. with the Genesis. But I don't know. I always thought that uh, for what it was, the SNES controller, I enjoyed I love when the I SNES played with it. Yeah, it was, especially being a little kid too, that Genesis was pretty damn big in your hands. Yeah. So, they shrunk it down a bit though with the six button one. Yeah. Which, but the where they put those six buttons, it was kind of still like yeah. you had to reach and like, yeah. uh, no. So, Look. Who's yeah. the point going to? Uh, I know where you're you're putting yours. Well, I don't get the grade yours. This is this is this I, there's is, one this point is, for Genesis on the board. This is tough. Um I would have thought you had this figured out by I, now. No, no, I I, I do. I just I'm Oh, wanna, oh I'm, Theater of the Mind. Theater of the Mind. <laughs> Because it basically set the standard for what we use today, I got to go with the SNES. Point to SNES. Point SNES. Okay. Well, speaking of controllers, I'm about to tackle all the accessories. Remember this game. I couldn't get this tune out of my head till I heard these flowers, then a heartbeat, and the sound of mushrooms sprouting. It was raining cats and dogs in harmony. Then airplanes hit the high notes. Even the stars came out to play. Hey, I think I just wrote a song. Mario Paint, 
draw and make music only on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Mario Paint, it came with this mouse squeezer and a mouse pad packed into it. And it was a lot of fun. The game was great. But the mouse was great for playing also uh, Doom and Wolfenstein. And you could also play Jurassic Park with it, but I think it wasn't easy to do that. Hmm. So this game and this mouse was great. And we're talking accessories here. Mm -hmm. Super Scope 6, eh, lame. It's this giant bazooka that replaced the, the, the zapper from uh, Nintendo. And even the zapper in Nintendo was only good for Duck Hunt. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Hogan's Alley and Splat, the paintball yeah, game. Yeah. Other than that. So then they came out with this little accessory I like to call the Super Game Boy. And that thing was legit. It made You had a Super Nintendo and you had like five games. You now had like 25 games because you could play all your Game Boy games. And it was fun to play your Game, game Boy games on that, uh, that bad boy. You got to actually play them and be able to see what you're playing. You didn't have to angle the TV into the light. So we use that a lot. And then Super Nintendo also, of course, they both had Game Genie. You can't then, they both operated similarly. So that's that's an even point there. But then we go to the old Genesis, and they had the Sega CD, which was cool and neat as a kid, but no good games. No. And then they had the weird peripherals, like uh, the activator, uh, which was this like ten- pentagon. Yeah, was it? Was it ten? I think so. I I don't have the exact specifics, but you'd stand in the middle of this thing, and it was supposed to work with Mortal Kombat specifically in Comic Zone. Uh, there was um, uh, Eternal Champions which we will maybe hear about later, uh, was a uh, Sega-based fighting game that they designed to particularly take advantage of said uh, fighting ring. So I think they actually, and there was even a thing where they handicapped the game for you right? because it was so inaccurate. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah, the thing was shit. So there was the activator. There was Batters Up, which was this baseball bat that you program, you plug in, you're supposed to be able to play baseball games with. Didn't work for shit. There was a golf one. There was many others, but Nintendo had its fair share of those garbage accessories mm-hmm. too. But they eventually figured it out. I mean, I heard the Wii is pretty popular. <laughs> was now it's a Switch, and it has two little Wii things on it, right? I think so. Two Maybe little just... Wii Wii's. So anyway, the Genesis then came out with this giant piece of add-on garbage. <laughs> For those who purchased something other than a Sega Genesis. Yeah, that's it. Our sincere condolences. What a waste. When you start with a Genesis, you can always add a Sega CD. And new Genesis 32X. Everything else is cold and stiff. Burial or cremation? Burn it. Welcome to the next level. (laughs) Burn it. Burn it. So you pulled this? Yeah, that's it's part of the. Well, like, like I said, all of this is leading up into pointing out how mean spirited oh. Sega was. Well, th- this was part of the downfall of Gen- Sega. Oh yeah. So this piece of shit went in there, <laughs> and it really didn't do anything much better. And it, so, and then you had to buy all new games for this thing. Same carts. I remember in one of like my uh, EGMs, they had an ad for a Star Wars game. Yeah. That was like the big selling point. Yeah. And there was, they released Doom, a good version of Doom, and Mortal Kombat. This thing wound up in the fucking liquidated bins for 30 bucks at KB Toy Store so goddamn quick. Should have been 32 bucks. <laughs> yeah. No one wanted it, and no one wanted to develop for it. And it basically was trying to stave off their life instead of like mm-hmm. making better games for the Genesis, yeah. which is how Nintendo kind of stayed alive a little bit after well, SNES. Well, Nintendo, what they were able to do is, as far as adding in these this extra power, they built it into chips into the cartridges, right. and it came with it. So you didn't right. need a $100 peripheral. Right. So, yeah, Star Fox was one of yeah, those. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it was a game changer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Sega really just didn't have the accessories i feel like i think that super game boy I, well, people it, might no, that was the problem it had the accessories it had too many accessories right and i and you know i'm sure there were stupid ones for super nintendo but i just remember the super game boy in particular being one of my favorite mm-hmm. i know a lot of people like it and it's still very popular they released the second version in japan 
never came out here, but um, yeah, Super Game Boy was super cool. Gaming historian on YouTube did a whole documentary on this history of the Super Game Boy. But uh, yeah, so that's I'm giving my point for that. Uh, I'm gonna put it here for SNES. So sure. I have one so Genesis, one Super Nintendo. What did Genesis win so far? Online activity. Oh yeah. You forgot 10 minutes ago on the podcast? I don't even think it was 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so this now we move on to your next one. Do you want this cart right away? Uh, yeah, let's, it's a particular genre uh, that uh, we're going to decide who won this battle. Oops, uh, sorry, hang on. You won't understand what that one is. Play the, play the one that was actually from America. Final Fantasy 3. Do you have what it takes? Final Fantasy 3 from Squaresaw. Next! Sorry, I, I, I did it again. I think I understood the Japanese one better than... <laughs> <laughs> the American one. I, I get my Final Fantasies mixed up, obviously. So Final Fantasy VI, three, depending on what continent you're on. Are you doing a bit? I'm doing a bit. <laughs> you have to point it. Theater, the mind. <laughs> the mind. Oh, I just get so the excited mind. to see my face like Homer when I realize <laughs> you're doing a bit. <laughs> oh, boy. So we might actually, now that you're, we're talking about this, we might disagree on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is your topic, so. I'm not saying I definitely agree with it, but is is I mean, we're I talking RPGs in the We're systems. talking RPGs. Now, uh, Genesis is widely regarded as having as being one of the best RPG systems ever come out. The Fantasy Star series. Well, they that they have that. They have the Fantasy Star. And that was an online game too that goes on with um, um connectivity. So, yeah, Genesis they had they had a uh, Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star 4 in particular, was uh, a monster. Shining Force, um, Beyond Oasis. Uh, and then they also, you know, like your action RPG-ish. Like, I will, like, uh, I'll put Landstalker in that category, which down the road, there's going to be a whole 10 minutes topic of me just talking how awesome Landstalker is. It's probably one of my favorite games out there. Well, during this time when we had the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, I wasn't buying any new RPGs because I was still plugging in my own Nintendo to play Final Fantasy 1. Sure. It took me forever to beat. <laughs> and then I also bought Final Fantasy Adventure for my Game Boy, and I was trying to beat that on top of that. Yeah, so a lot of people would say, wow, you got to give that to genesis but super Nin i mean you had super mario rpg kind of fun uh earthbound link to the past link to the past which people again you have like that's not an rpg man yes it is just relax it's an rpg all right in america it's an rpg so i would put that like head to head with Landstalker, you know uh and then you got final fantasy six three uh and chrono trigger which is i mean it's so I would have to, this is where it gets tough. I kind of got to give it to Super Nintendo. Point just Super cause, Nintendo? Because the variety, and you had so much more. And also, the thing is, like, Genesis's big selling point was its speed and its processing power. And bam, I'm crazy. I'm choking you with my awesomeness. You know, so you, don't, you don't need that for an RPG, whereas... Nintendo, where you can use that you a good story. slow power yeah. and color. When yeah. you can add that color and yeah, Mario creativity. RPG, a Mario RPG looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, Chrono Trigger. You know, some of these games are just absolutely gorgeous for the time that they were made. Um, so as m I'm sure I'll get some hate for that if anyone... You, know, you got your hardcore Gen 4 RPG fans. I'm begrudgingly giving it to SNES. You know, we're, SNES is winning this battle three to one. Yeah. And Kitten's my, got, my next point, my next point isn't going to do any favors for the Genesis. Oh, well, I'll come back around now. I got a, mm. I got a counterpunch to this fight. Uh, uh, okay. So are we ready to move on? 
Oh, God, I can't wait for people to see us so they can see the stupid-ass smirks on our faces when we realize that we just did a transition. <laughs> this is Kawabungi. And this is Kawabongo. But the turtles for your 16-bit system are... Kawabongo! Holy cow, it's turtles in time! The cool arcade game for Super NES. Now it's Tasty Turtle Duel. And spike up your Sega Genesis with the Hyperstone Heist. And all new 3D turtle Flash. So remember... This is Cowabingo. But the turtles for Super NES and Sega Genesis are... Cowabunga, dude. So I am pitting the Sega versus the Super Nintendo in beat-em-ups. And that game, those two games alone are good enough to put this battle on SNES court. Turtles in Time was fucking amazing. Yeah. That hypercrystal bullshit for Genesis was garbage. Compared to Turtles and Sure, Time. of course. And then, like, how about games that they both had? Maximum Carnage. Uh, I'm sorry. Maximum Carnage was better on Super Nintendo because of the soundtrack. And you know what? Because I have a friend <laughs> who used to date someone in Green Jelly. I'm going to pull that up. And you give me uh, your thoughts. We're going a couple shows back here. Oh, yeah. I mean, wh you said you had some thoughts on this. What are, what are yours? Well, for it, it's weird here because NES or uh, Genesis is basically what they marketed as an arcade machine in your house. Right, beat em ups are arcade. That's those yeah. are arcade games. But Genesis had Comic Zone, which was fun, yeah. which we Alter, talked about. Altered Beast. Golden Axe. Yeah. Uh it had that Captain America and the Avengers game, which was okay, but it wasn't great. Kid Chameleon. Yeah. And but then SNES had Batman Returns, which was fucking awesome. They had X Men Mutant Apocalypse, which was like a, a cartoon version of the arcade game you'd play. Uh, Battletoads Double Dragon. Yeah. And then it had a better version of Final Fight because I think Final Fight was only on Sega CD. Mm, yes, I believe that is true. And then uh, remember The Tick? Oh, I love that show. Yeah, well, remember the arcade game, the beat-em-up that went on forever? I don't remember playing that. Oh, yeah, I had it, and it was fun. And um, I, I liked my my buddy Matt down the street. He had the Genesis, and he had... He had uh, the tick for the Genesis, and I had it for Super Nintendo, and I so I played both, and I think it's a better version on the Super. I got really biased, but the music sounds better. What about Aladdin? Did you play Aladdin on both? Uh, I, that was a beat 'em up. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say beat 'em up, but kind of like a platforming adventure game. Well, I heard Genesis blew that one out of the water. It was pretty damn good. They developed it specifically for Genesis. I think, still think the colors look better on the SNES. Of course, when you have 32,000 of them. Yeah, here we go. Little pop me up. Play a little. Remember this? Green Jelly? You never played Maximum Carnage, no, did you? No, no. Oh, this beat em up was great because you played as both Spider Man and Venom. You switch back and forth. Mm -hmm. You just go around like. <laughs> uh, and Green Jelly, this band, did the music for it. And it sounds so much better. Let me see. Now, we heard that. Let me see if I could find it on the Genesis. Part it up a little more. Here we give a crisp loud one. All right, now kill it. Let's see if we can't find a version from the Genesis. Uh, YouTube works. Maximum Carnage. Genesis. We're going to do a side-by-side -side comparison. <gasps> I found it. Okay, pot it up. What the hell? Oh, the battle is over. Point Super Nintendo. Alright, that was... <laughs> oh, shit. Is this 8-bit? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, well, no, actually, let me check my stats. It was an 8-bit. What was sound it? Soundchip, I believe. Well, I mean, this is pretty. This sounds like something that would come off of a later NES title or Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. Now. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So, my point in the beat 'em ups is going to have to go to SNES. So they're getting another point. So that's now four for Super Nintendo and one for Genesis. What is your next pick, Squeeze? All right, uh, I don't. I'm not gonna say it up front. Let's see if you guys can figure out uh, what game in particular we're going to talk about. Mortal Kombat! 
What game? Um, <laughs> hang on. I was doing another bit, kids. Uh, <laughs> at least I, I even brought the paper just so I can make the flippy noise. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Mortal Kombat... I'm not Mo- going to fight. No one's going to fight oh, you on no, this one. this is pretty clear. Um, Mortal Kombat on Genesis is the first one. Pretty good. I, I mean, it compared to... down com- next to... Yeah, just mm-hmm. do it now. Compared to um, the arcade, I mean, it's not, not the greatest. greatest but um, it was a more true port. Sure. And, you know, they had to make some sacrifices because they Reptile. didn't have that depth, like, from the Mode 7 that allowed them to recreate the animated backgrounds. Like, right. uh, in the throne room, Shang Tsung didn't, like, follow the action with his head like you would in the arcade. Right, right. Or in the SNES version, so I'll give him that. That aside, the SNES port of Mortal Kombat is, I don't want to use the f- term dog shit because... It's neutered. N- okay, yeah. That's that's very good term. Yes, neutered. Um, Cut its nuts right off. Yeah. Uh, what made Mortal? I'm sorry. Mortal Kombat wasn't known for its gameplay and known for its, its fatalities. It's fatalities, blood, gore, gore, violence. That's what you got the game for. That's how the American government sold it to us because those stupid idiots <laughs> thought, hey, if we're gonna make a big stink out of this, no one's gonna play it and they'll ban it. No, you just made kids want to play it more. So. Just like cigarettes, <laughs> uh, yeah, Nintendo with their family-friendly, and eventually they, they, they caved down the road. Yeah, Mortal um, Kombat 2 had full blood. Yeah. Uh, whereas with the Genesis, you got a code that you can enter the code. In the original act- version. In the original version. Plus it had Reptile. Activate. Yes. Oh, uh, no, uh, as a cameo. It wasn't playable until 2. You fought him, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that wasn't in us. Yeah, am I wrong on that? And more, I feel the need to say what I'm typing because yeah. you're just sitting there uh, watching me. But the, the also like they took a lot of stuff out, like Goro uh, in the intro. All the outros were like in the Genesis. They would have like the picture of the person next to their little outro story, whereas the SNES just had sprites. Also, control. Uh, we, we talk about speed. This is where it, really the rubber hit the road. <laughs> um, yeah, Genesis controlled very similar to the arcade. I mean, it wasn't as fast, but it was fast enough that you can play the game. SNES, I mean, it lagged so bad. The combos were broken. It, it was basically a broken game when it shipped. And there, to the point where there was a... With the Genesis and the arcade version, if you back someone into a corner... Uh, it could like reset the action that you weren't jammed up in the corner. Right. The SNES version, if you got, if I got you up against the wall, I could just jab you in the face. Right. And I would just Larry Holmes you to death. Huh. Uh, and there was nothing you can do about it because you would just spam a punch until you could knock someone out and then finish them, I guess, on the SNES. Well, finishing move. Finishing yeah, move you violent. until yeah. like your head got kind of dizzy and spinny and yeah. you fell down. Like like Hulk Hogan's leg drop. Yes. Yeah, um, the old A B A C A B B. Do you get it? The little yeah. inside joke there. Uh, Abacab. Abacab. On Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. The band. Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure that was intentional. Uh, do you did you ever play the Game Boy version of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah. So we, did I. Well, here we used to play Mortal Kombat when. Uh, did you used to have like little slumber parties with your friends? Yeah, yeah. So I would Poor go to my friend. my cousin's house, who's technically my third cousin because it was my mom's cousin's kid, which would make my mom's cousin my second cousin. So yes, my third cousin, and we would have like Mortal Kombat parties, and it was like a tournament, and it wasn't even so much who could win. It was more of like a, a test of will who could ever last the longest because you would just play all night long until like 5.30 in the morning, whoever was left standing. So we would play Mortal Kombat on the Genesis, and when your turn wasn't up, we, he, would ha- he had a Game Boy, and he had the, um, not the one that you like clip over with the mirror, but this was like a bigger, like, like a lap pad. What the hell was it called? It was like a big pad that you would set in your lap lock the game boy into it and then close the screen over it and it would magnify it and then you had like joystick controls uh on this thing so you would play on that when it wasn't your turn Hmm. in between uh uh sleeping bag battles Hmm. were always fun just put you never did you put the sleeping bag over your head and then have two guys just (laughs) run into each other as much as you could you have to put like station guys one guy by the bay window so you didn't go through the window 
the other guy had like the cellar steps, so he didn't go down the steps. But other than that, it's pretty much no hold barred. It's a good time. I uh, know. I never had enough friends that were crazy enough to uh, do that. It wasn't really crazy. I mean, well, when you're like 10, it was like, that was the most exciting thing you could possibly come up with. But yeah, we would have our uh, Mortal Kombat parties, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, so, yeah, you already marked it down, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Genesis won that one because they had the balls, literally. And SNES did not have the balls. Well, it was because Super Nintendo were losers, and Genesis was awesome for the cool kids. We learned that in the marketing. Yes. So that's a point for Genesis. So now Genesis has two, while Super Nintendo has four. But I'm about to make Genesis come a little closer, because there's another fight game that Genesis did better also. Sega TV problem spot. Got a problem. Friends, keep buying your hats. Get 24 Med Street Fighter 2. So many new buddies, you won't need real friends. So many fighting options, you tear your hair out. Oi, no hair, no problem. Ha! To beat this hairy takes Sega. Pot it up. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> I found that commercial. Uh, but, yeah. Is that for a PAL version of the game? I guess. Hey, it's Cockney. Hey. Before I was Bruce Wayne's butler, I saw Saga Genesis as <laughs> diamond, a ruby, the size of a tangerine. Can I keep doing that stick? No. Please continue. Okay. So Street Fighter 2, the original, the first version that came out on Super Nintendo versus the first version that came out on Genesis. Genesis beat it. Eventually, Super Nintendo released their turbo version, which mm -hmm. fixed a lot of the problems. But fuck. Genesis killed it on that first version. Um, do you remember? Do you remember any of this, Squeeze? Mm-hmm. You like Street Fighter? Oh yeah. I was still I was I was a Mortal Kombat kid, but I enjoyed a good. So Street was I. Fighter. I mean, if you, at the and, time, and for me, yeah. it was the, the the. I didn't own Street Fighter, but I own Mortal yeah. Kombat. The the spectacle of the gore, kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Plus, Mortal Kombat made the news all more often. Sure. It was talked about. Everyone won Mortal Kombat. I, and I wouldn't, I don't think it'd take much to argue that Street Fighter is technically the better fighting game. Yeah, yeah. yeah the combos. They did combos first, and then Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 3 was pretty solid, though. I didn't, I didn't know. Do you know they made Mortal Kombat in eight months? Did they? Yeah. Wow. Well, they just motion captured. Didn't have to, like, animate or anything. Yeah. They, they went to them, and they're like, we need a fighting game to compete with Street Fighter. You got eight months. And they churned it out. Yeah, uh, Noob Cybot. <laughs> yeah. Whatever their names are, every, every front ways. Boone and Tobias. That's it. Yeah, Noob Cybot. Whoop-dee. All the little things they'd like, all the secrets. Like, remember the, uh, uh, this is, this goes into the Mandela effect. I remember having a code book that I bought from a comic book store behind my house That's that had the codes to do uh beastalities in mortal kombat 2 mm -hmm. and but no one swears they exist but i remember specifically they exist and that was like the talk beastalities and they put them in mortal kombat 3 mm -hmm. friendlies babalities all the hidden things they put in mm -hmm. and it was much more fun than yeah. fucking boring old street fighter i don't know that's just my opinion but i but if you're talking street fighter the Genesis version again, probably because of that blast processing. <laughs> so I'm marking a G down for that, which makes us three to four. Look at that. Genesis. Genesis is coming back. Playing small ball. Small ball. So I don't know if your next one, where you stand, but we're moving on a clip here. When we're, when we're making an argument, you go fast. So you ready for your next one? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Eternal Champions is going to eat your old fighting games for lunch. No wonder it has nine huge warriors, three training modes, and over 315 martial arts moves. Bon appetit. Eternal Champions, only on Sega Genesis. <laughs> this is belt sega that's why i picked that one in particular and also because going back to uh your peripheral that that was eternal champions that was designed for this was a fighting game 
spice, I guess, specific uh, a console exclusive. So what are we pitting? Oh, exclusives. This is exclusive. So yeah. Um, well, I mean, in that mind, Super Nintendo wins. <laughs> Super Nintendo had Super Mario World. It had Zelda. Yeah. All right, all right. So let let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. All right, let's pay it nice and slow. Let's take a step. Star back. Fox. Right. Take a step Nintendo back. Nintendo fanboy right. in the house, so, stepping back. All right. All right, so play now. We, I gave you one. I gave you a Sega exclusive. Now here, this is a lousy Nintendo game. Before Nintendo came out with Super Metroid, we wanted to make sure it was the most intense Metroid battle ever. So we thought we'd see how Killer here would fare against it. Ready, boy? That's 24 megs worth of weapons, worlds, and weirdos old Killer's up against. Nintendo's biggest game ever. He's a big boy. He can handle it. Well, let's see how he did. Ship it! Super Metroid, only on the Super NES. <laughs> Ship it. Yeah. So, oh, Metroid. Now, like, okay, I like this game. <laughs> but it's a fantastic game. I like Metroid 2 better on Game Boy. I don't know if did I play Metroid 2. I'm sure I have. Hmm. I just found Metroid Prime at home. I was telling you, I'm kind of excited. Oh, I have I'm going to pop that yeah. into the old GameCube and give that a spin. We should... Uh, Cause we, I mean, we have a game we could play online, GTA Five, that I, you made me pay five hundred dollars for a PS4 to get and never play. Make you? We no, it was five hundred and fifty dollars because you have to pay for the game too. That's true. We should just FaceTime each other and play Metroid Prime. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck it, right? Why not? Um. So okay. So yeah. I, Met- all right. Metroid was better than I never fucking heard of Eternal Champions. Really? Metroid was fucking franchise. That shit was awesome. I know. Well, the Sega was trying to create their own franchises. So they had Sonic, Nintendo had Mario. Is, is this Eternal Champions one of those e- games you could play on those knockoff 500 Sega game Genesis? or uh, Probably. I'm guaranteeing it's probably on there. I have a six-pack uh, somewhere at home. I'm sure it's on. But, you know, we had Shinobi, uh, Streets of Rage. Landstalker was made by uh, Sega. Uh, hey, Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. All right. And then uh, also we had an exclusive Ren and Stimpy game, Stimpy's Invention, which if we, when we get down to the point where we're going to do a video game thing, get, that's definitely making it because that was a fun-ass game. What was that star game? Keep going. Keep talking. Star Tropics? That no, was on NES. Star Tro- Tropics was on Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. That was pretty awesome. I mean, so what if you guys had Donkey Kong Country, Mega Man 10, Turtle, uh, Turtles in Time, Zelda... Uh, Link to the Past. I guess it's a pretty good game. And, uh, yeah, Metroid. Super Mario World. Super Mario World. Uh, all right. All right. So you got it. But you didn't have this game. Day 19. I am concerned about the crew. After all, Echo the Dolphin is not just a game. It is an adventure. The graphics are so real. They don't want to go into the sea anymore. 27 levels of danger, mystery, and beauty, all through the eyes of a dolphin. Simply brilliant. Thank goodness, my trusty skipper Pierre has no interest in this new game. Was that the trailer for Chocolat? (laughs) (laughs) I remember the stupid Echo the Dolphin. (laughs) Even the people that had Genesis were making fun of Echo the Dolphin for being lame. What what was the point of Echo the Dolphin? I don't know. I, I think they wanted to kind of show off the artistic side of the Genesis. Like, it could be a beautiful game. Mm. I mean... It must have been popular. It had a... Yeah, well, that's the thing. It was kind of... Geni- uh, uh, g- a Game Gear port for its kid, Echo Jr. or whatever? Uh, I mean, it was kind of like a Dolphin. soft game. It was almost like, and not to be sexist, but it's like, hey, your girlfriend can play this because girls like dolphins and that kind of ah. mentality to it. Um, I guarantee you, this game would have looked probably gorgeous. This game would look gorgeous on SNES with all the colors and the right. Mode Seven backgrounds and all that. Yeah. Um, you don't remember Ristar or Rister? R I S T A R. It's made by the Sonic team. His little star that. I don't remember that one. Nope. That was that was an exclusive. But I mean, I would give it to Super Nintendo, but you're giving it to Genesis. No, I'm giving it to Super Nintendo. Oh, you crazy? Trying to make it. Being a sarcastic asshole. That's all Nintendo ever had was his exclusive. Well, I mean, they, they probably have, out of all of them, they have, uh, well, I mean, Sony does have Crash Bandicoot. 
But I mean, Nintendo. Nintendo is known Nintendo's for their IP, its IPs, property. Yes. It's it's what keeps it alive. Yeah. And it's clever ways of I mean, reinventing I mean, said IP. I I was considering, well, not even considering, but I dream of, you know, dropping money on a. My on brother a, bought one. He he said we could borrow it to test out on our show. What? The Switch. Switch. Yeah. I just want to play Zelda. He bought one. He bought Zelda. He's like, "Are you a Zelda fan?" I'm like, "Do you remember <laughs> uh, Christmas Break 1998 when I didn't leave my room because I was playing Ocarina of Time?" He's like, "Oh, that's right." <laughs> he never was a Zelda fan. I was oh, a man. Zelda fan. I used to sit on the toilet and play uh, Link's Awakening on my Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, all right. Point, point Super Nintendo. So that's uh, one, two, three, four, five Super Nintendo to three Sega Genesis. So we we got to sweep just a just a tie. Well, I'm tied right now on mine. I have two Genesis and two Super Nintendo. So this will be the tiebreaker for me. You have two super, three Super Nintendo, one Genesis. Mm-hmm. So you're already you you're giving your point to Super. You're you're giving it up to Super Nintendo. I'm tr- well, hang on, math is not our strong suit here. You have three Super Nintendo points. Yeah. And one Genesis. Yeah. Which allows you to have one more pick. Yes. So you're you already gave Super Nintendo the victory. Not necessarily, because you might go the other way on this. I'm just saying it might it could it could come back around. It could tie it up. So if I go Genesis, they'll make and it. And I go Genesis. Three to it's three, and up. you go Genesis. It ties it up. Yeah. Well, I got sad news for you. Fuck. We're talking pack-ins, and the pack-in with Genesis was. Gotta go. Hey, guy, you're the first serious gamer I've seen all morning. Check this out: brand new 16-bit Super Nintendo with Super Mario World. Wow! Oh, what's this one? Oh, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog from Sega Genesis. Hey, look at these radical colors, huh? Wow, Sonic's fast too. No, over here. I like Genesis, and it costs a lot less. Wait, kid, that game. I'll there. take Sonic and Genesis. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, more action, more speed. Sega Genesis, it's a whole lot more for less. And there's the pack-in for, obviously, they talked about it in this last commercial. Suddenly, the sky is a little clearer. The water is a little bluer. The road's a little bumpier. The jumps are harder. The level's deeper. The character's smarter. The sound is hotter. The graphics cooler. The secret's darker. The danger's fiercer. The challenge a whole lot tougher. And suddenly, the world's a more exciting place to be. Super Mario World. It comes only as part of the system it was created for. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The next generation from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. Super power. So the pack-in for Genesis was Sonic. And this was different from anything we've ever seen before. And we all wanted to play it. But you talk about 10 years, 20 years later, 30, 40, 50 down the line. What game would you go back to and play longer than... I get pissed at the third level of Sonic. <laughs> the fucking casino level where you keep drowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super uh, Super Mario World. There's just so much. The replay level is just... I think what helped it... Uh, to, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, but like I said, I didn't get Sonic until I think I started rebuying games later because when I got my Genesis, I got Sonic 2. Oh, yeah. Um, so I... Tales. Well, Sonic 2 was better, I thought. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was kind of the same fucking exact game. It though. was the exact same game. Just yeah. a little a little better, I guess. So then uh, then but, um you have that, but uh, to counter, they gave free with mail away Super Mario All-Stars, which gave you Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3, and the Japanese Mario 2, which they called the Lost Levels, all remastered for 16-bit. Which was the coolest fucking thing. You're watching, you're like playing these games in 16-bit. Until you're playing uh, Lost Levels and then you just go hide in the corner and cry. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard for us Americans. Anyway, I just, I'm giving that point to Super Nintendo. The pack-in right. was definitely better with Super Nintendo. I mean, just mascot alone. It was there head-to-head for a while. Yeah. Or the two hot, I mean, they both had cartoons. Mm-hmm. They both had balloons in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. They both had tons of merchandise. I mean, it was Mickey Mouse, Mario, and Sonic for a while. I mean, I for me, it was just for, as an outsider looking in. Like I said, I would go to my aunt's house, and I would play this and uh, Caesar's Palace. Uh, when I saw Mario grab that feather for the first first time and get his cape, I'm like, ah, yeah. that was awesome. 
It was cool. And it was kind of jealous. Like, you, power up. My, the, like, great. Sonic goes thing. fast each and every time. Like, there was nothing. Yes, the levels changed. Gameplay remained the same throughout. Yeah. Mode 7. Talking Mode 7. When he's in the castle climbing the grate and he pops the centerpiece and he flips Whoop. and he's now yeah. he's climbing on the back. That was, in my mind, one of the coolest That's fucking. That's groundbreaking. It was. It was awesome. I'm giving that point to Super Nintendo. So Super Nintendo officially won this fight. Well, no, because right. the next one's worth two. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize you had a two-pointer. No, well, I just changed the rules now since it wasn't going to add up in my favor. <laughs> can do that now. I mean, you didn't go. Th- I gave you my points ahead of time. You could have stacked your thing so that you finalized I, I, it. But I, I knew where I was going with it all along. <laughs> no, did you? Yeah. I think he's doing a bit again, kids. All right. Here comes Squeezer's last two points. The Sega Genesis has blast processing. Super Nintendo doesn't. So what's blast processing do? What if you don't have blast processing? Sega! Sega! So that's one of many commercials that Sega put out. Where this all culminates into the marketing. Tom Kalinske. Behind. Uh, he had a great marketing the, team. The marketing behind the Genesis versus the marketing behind the Super Nintendo because that's what it's all about, folks. It didn't matter what games were more fun. It's what they told you was more fun. So Sega had a very aggressive approach to this. Some dare say mean. Whereas uh, let's... Uh, here's an example of a SNES ad. can't describe the endless challenge of Super Mario World. So we let the players do the talking. Super Mario World is here. It's one of the new generation of Nintendo games. It comes only with Super Nintendo, and it's like nothing you've ever faced. Now you're playing with power. Super power. Super power. Yeah, see there? That's just a nice yeah, ad. Yeah, it's a ni- friendly. nice, friendly ad. I'm it's okay all, with it's that It's very ad. positive. Oh, you're playing with power. You're awesome. You're the you, king. Yeah, not, uh, well, let's, let's see what Sega had to say about that. 16-bit arcade graphics. Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Uh, I read in that console wars, right before they were going to announce that Buster Douglas boxing game, he got his clock fucking cleaned by Mike Tyson. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh shit. Um, yeah, it was a much more, uh, dare I say, negative campaign that uh, very dirty campaign genesis was running at the time you should read that book too because it talks about the joe madden you just told me to read a book oh i'm sorry yeah i was wondering what you'd give me squeezer face <laughs> for uh yeah well squeeze i'll read it to you oh, okay they talk can about you, the joe madden or not sorry um hey, can you if you the, read it can you just record it <laughs> and we'll do our own we'll do our from now on we'll just do our own little audible service where ah. when you read you just read it out loud read to yourself loud and, and send you me can, the file listen to it yeah so they had that uh, Joe Montana football, and it was kind of shit. And then EA Sports mm-hmm. was like, we have this John Madden football much better. And they kind of sold themselves yeah. out and signed an exclusive deal with Madden because Madden and EA Sports were big on Genesis. Oh, we, sh- we didn't pick that. Sports games. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I didn't. We could give I, a point was... to Genesis for that. Well, I mean, that's what they. NHL. Fucking. um uh, the only game I had for Super Nintendo that I liked was uh, uh, King Griffey Jr.'s baseball, but it was kind of like an arcade baseball mm. because they, at the time, bought this. Well, Mariners. see, that's the thing. At the time, I wasn't big in the sports games. Oh, see, I was. So I was kind of, I was kind of indifferent to it. Like I spent more time on like, like playing like Desert and Jungle Strike, and uh, no, I loved Madden back then. Mm. 
So yeah, I, I, we should give a, you know, we'll throw. This is hey, this is round one. Yeah. When we run out of topics, yeah. we'll come back so, and. So if, before you come at my throat about sports games, well, like, I like completely said, forgot. We'll go back to no. We can just use it down the road when we were discussing Am I ruining this. content. No, no. When we when we were discussing about the console war, like my thought was we pick games and go head to head. So save your sports games when we go down the road and we go round two as far as console war for Gen 4 goes. The rematch. The rematch. We will... Uh, Buster Douglas never got one. Yeah. Or did he? I don't know. I don't, probably not. Well, <laughs> I don't think we, wanna, we haven't had a tangent yet. We want to go look up more boxing history on this show. <laughs> That's the thing we do. <laughs> that could be a bit now, uh, like a, a, a return returning bit. Buster Douglas. When did he get his ass kicked by Mike Tyson? Oh, only once. So I don't think he ever got... Think at that rematch. Let's see. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. No. Oh, he beat Mike Tyson. What am I thinking? What the hell was I talking about then? Oh, Evander Holyfield knocked him out. Sorry. Yeah. It was Evander Holyfield. Uh, he beat. He was the guy who beat Tyson. And he was riding high. That's how he got the deal. Okay. So he beat Tyson. Then Holyfield beat. And then Holyfield whooped his ass. Okay. Yeah, so good thing we took this tangent. Or yeah. I, I might have gotten some shit. Sorry about I said that. We, so. sh- we should definitely know better than that. We should. Yeah. Based on what we do every Monday. Well, I'd, I've done every Monday for nine years. I miss doing that. I miss him. So I got to talk to that old guy so we can make my sweeper for our, our little segment that we forget, <laughs> I forget to do half the yeah. time. Randall Tex Cobb. He fought Tex Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Where were we? Oh, next time around. Yeah, next time around, we'll just go. We'll pick five games from each system, and then they'll compete with each other. And that's how we'll, we'll that's get the we'll Holyfield rematch. It'll yes. never happen. <laughs> Fixing <laughs> our problems. The Buster Douglas rematch that he didn't. Do you want to play this Burn It again? Or? Yeah, this is how. Uh, so, no, th- it's not the same. Uh, is it the same one? 32X. For those who purchased something other than a Sega Genesis. Yeah, that's it. Our sincere condolences. What a waste. When you start with the Genesis, you can always add a Sega CD. And new Genesis 32X. Everything else is cold and stiff. Burial or cremation? Burn it. Welcome to the next level. Burn it. Just a little context there this time around when you realize that, uh, yeah, they were really just hitting, trying to like hit Nintendo hard. And it worked to an extent. I mean, uh, they gave them a run for their money, which they did not have. Yeah. And it, it was good for game developers because it gave them leverage mm-hmm. finally that they didn't have over Nintendo in the past. Sure. Uh, but still, it's almost like Nintendo didn't even need to worry about courting those third party developers because I think what really makes that system. Yeah, but that's their IPs. I think that's in hindsight. At the time, games and selling point is what Fair. you needed. And that and the the problem I have with Nintendo is I don't think they learned from their mistakes, and that's where they're at now. Yeah, like they they thought they were going. They made those proprietary discs. They they decided to keep going carts for the N sixty four and a CD. Then when they finally went CD, the DVD, they made those proprietary mini DVDs that were a pain in the ass for developers. They always made it hard for developers because they thought developers need them. And then Sony came along. Well, they, Sony was PlayStation was almost part of Nintendo. Well, yeah, I mean, Sony made. I think they made the audio. They're responsible for the audio chip. Yeah, they made the audio chip, um, and then they made the PlayStation, which was supposed to be the Sega CD part for SNES. Mm-hmm. It was, but yes, it was going to be the add-on. Like, it was made. We'll there was a our, prototype. Yeah, and then Sony got the shaft because mm-hmm. they backed out. Well, I think I I don't know if Sega if the Sega CD and 32X being such a bust, kind of like oh, we don't need to Maybe. even worry about competing on that. They, Sega, I think that it was a it was a, a licensing deal. They didn't want to cut okay. with Sony from uh, the console wars. Both Sega had a shot, and then they took their eye off the prize. And like you know what, we're moving. We don't need this anymore. We got the Sega Saturn. We got in our back pocket. We're going to develop, and they kind of just pulled support for the Genesis. Well, they they rushed the Saturn too, yeah, from what I remember. Yeah. Then they the tried Saturn to come now. back. The Dreamcast was a great system. It was, but it was too little, too late. Yeah. It, um, well, and as it turns out, uh, 
Sega Saturn. Want to guess how many Sega Saturns that they ended up selling? Five hundred. <laughs> Close. Uh, nine nine and a quarter million Sega Saturns. <laughs> uh, Nintendo. This is now almost a year and a half later. N sixty four finally comes out. Nintendo sold thirty two million N sixty fours. PlayStation just became a monster, and between the PlayStation and the PS one rebranding, they sold over a hundred million units. That, that so uh yeah Nint- nintendo almost created they basically created their own uh competition uh, i'm trying to think of uh kind of a movie comic book villain create your own help me out here ultron yes they create the uh, sony's ultron mm. yeah pretty much they created their well, own hank pym ultron. in the comics created ultron tony in the movies sure um so yeah that the you got to give it to. I think it's pretty much understood that Nintendo won the Nintendo won the war. They won this battle. They won the war. It's not it's over. A tough though. fight. It's not, it, well, man, Nintendo now finds himself in Sega's position, trying to release something last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nintendo always ruled the portable gaming market, and I think they and always, they might always I mean, will. Their biggest competition is. Uh, iPhone. iPhone, yeah. Oh, well, phones in general. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yawning, people. Yeah. We're in the middle of the afternoon. I shouldn't be yawning. Um, yeah, the iPhones are... Comp- Sony tried with the PSP. It was. I liked the PSP, but they didn't have the games. They didn't have the support. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're not You're not going to get game like a Zelda game on an iPhone. At no. least not yet. No. And the Mario game's cool, but it's... Yeah. Mario Run. Well, we're giving that one the Super Nintendo, but Genesis might come back in round two. It'll be a round two. And next week, what are we talking about? Uh, I think we're going to go back in time. What year? 1992. Oh, I was 10. I was... Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk all our top favorite, our 10 things, favorite things from events from 1992. Are you going to have some weird geopolitical event in there? I'll see if I can find something. That's what you're good for. You're good for. I'll have some sort of weird food item I'll from McDonald's I'll send, probably. I'll send you a link this time so you can read up on yeah. it. So you can at least nod. <laughs> that's what I do anyway. So that was that's all. That's been our first console wars. I hope you guys liked it because it was fun to put together. And next week we're talking 92 because you guys like 91. And you guys seem to like Jurassic Park podcast. And we got a lot of good feedback on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So if there's anything we're missing, oh, we're doing action figures. Someone suggested action figures. We are doing that. And if you have your suggestions, get them to us because we could use all the help we can get. We'll tell you our thoughts on any stupid topic you can think of. Barbie dolls, I have something to say about them. If you Mm -hmm. want us to do it, we'll do it. And we could bring in experts too. But for this week, we're all done and we're saying goodbye. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night, everybody.